0: Welcome to This Creative Life Radio. I'm Felicity O'Connor. Creative women all over the world are unblocking and recovering their creative journey while they rewrite the rules for creative success. Join me as I explore the lives of people engaged in successful creative work and unlock helpful tips that leave you inspired and ready to create. I'm delighted today to welcome along to This Creative Life podcast. A good friend of mine and someone I have admired and someone I've had the pleasure of working with um, and supporting, and that is Simone Dennis. And Simone, uh, she's got plenty she can tell you about her wonderful self, but Simone runs a really interesting business, uh, which includes, apart from a retail shop, it includes an art gallery, and she's based on the New South Wales Central Coast. And she's done some really innovative and fantastic things, particularly for young artists. And so I was super keen to get her on with us today to have a chat about all of that. Uh, welcome, Simone. Thanks, Felicity.
1: Great that to was have a you. Nice intro. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: feel very special. <laughs> well, well, you are very special. So, I, I wanted to actually start though before we go into sort of retail and artists and all the things you've learned about dealing with artists and mm. supporting young artists and running galleries. Before we do any of that, I would be really interested to hear um, a little bit about your own art practice. Like, you know, did. Did you formally study any artwork and what what do you, what's your own mm. particular passions in terms of creative work? Mm.
1: Yeah, well, that's um, an interesting story because I actually, um, I've always been interested in art since I was little. I was one of those kids that when you ask them at the age of five, what do you want to be when you grow up, it was an artist. So I've always had that right from day dot. I've always been really create, creative in art. Um, just any venture that I put my mind to really Um, so inevitably I ended up at art school in Tasmania I went to the um, Hobart School of Arts I did a couple of years there but I didn't finish my degree which was interesting because that really it really irked me for years that I that I couldn't get through to that uh, because I know how creative I am and I know that I believe in myself and that that, that wasn't the right thing for me. Like I really struggled there, um, but now that I'm now that I have my own gallery, it's all starting to make sense because um, because I am a bit left of centre. I don't want to do things the way everybody else does. And um, and the way that I run the gallery now is actually a direct um, consequence to my experience as a teenager going to art school and how I felt um, when I was arts- at art school. Um, the way I was treated by the lecturers, just the whole art scene it you know, just seemed very alien to me. so yeah it's, so, it's no <laughs> that's kind of the backbone to how this gallery got stuck like the, the what I'll probably go on to talk about with the gallery and thinking behind
0: that. Yeah, fantastic.
1: But, um, but because I left the art school and I was in Tassie, so um, I had a, kind of a bad experience, I suppose you'd say, so I just left and went straight to Cairns, travelling with a couple of friends and um, ended up making jewellery and um, one thing led to another and then I ended Sydney, and then I was making different jewelry, and um, jewelry was a really nice creative outlet for me because it—I didn't have my heart on my sleeve. I could be practical and creative, and I could be a designer, and it wasn't um, it wasn't so emotional for me. So, so um, I just happened to be good at that. So, I, and I love doing it, and I still do. So, I just um, travelled around all over the place making jewelry. Wow.
0: So were there other particularly kind of um, interesting art practices that you you also were developing, like were you drawing or painting or sculpting?
1: Oh, I've done a bit of everything over the years. Um, I was very keen on photography, printmaking, painting, drawing, philosophy of art, art history. Like I've, um, I'm also very musical as well. So during that, or during my life, Really, I studied classical piano, so I also got up to grade eight with my classical piano, and I've been teaching on and off all through these years. In fact, I still have a piano student now. (laughs) Before I had the shop, I had 30 piano students. What? Wow. Yeah, and I used to do that in the afternoons and make jewelry through the day. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I, I um, knew you were pretty diverse, but I certainly didn't know that part of your story. That's quite amazing.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's a nice thing to be able to do, actually. It's, um, I really enjoy it and I look forward to having a bit more time soon that I can actually play the piano more and maybe even do a bit more teaching, I don't know. Beautiful. something I can fall back on. Mm-hmm.
0: So, that, so you mentioned that you still do the jewellery making now um, and, and, and I think I have... I known of your photography, but what, what else? Is there other art practices just these days that you're doing then?
1: Uh, mostly photography, which is just something that um, just happened along as I needed a bit more time to myself, the shop busy, the jewellery, because I do the trade shows with my jewellery, so over the last 10 years I've been doing two to three trade shows a year um, and wholesaling to other sh- stores as well as the shop and the gallery. Um I forget the transport thought that I was hitting on there. Um, other types of practice. Yeah, so just as a relaxation of going for walks in the morning. Um, and iPhone technology <laughs> just led me to my love of photography again so um, I was I, I did photography at art school and at, in year 11 and 12 so I did all the black and white darkroom um, I did photography for four years actually at school so it's been nice to get back into it and of course the central coast is so gorgeous and the sun rises which is really the only time I have time to myself so it was just a fluke really that the sunrises on the coast are absolutely stunning um, and I've been able to revisit my photography um, <laughs> passion but um, yeah I do other things too I paint sometimes if I'm just kind of in my free time just for Fun. Um, I like doing mosaics. I've done made lots and lots of mosaics, picture frames. Um, What else have I done? I don't know. I'm pretty. I'll try my hand at anything if I get inspired to do it. I'll just give it a go. I don't don't seem to have that block. With creativity, where where I question what I'm doing, I just go, oh, I really feel like doing this. How do I do it? You know. Well,
0: well I remember, yeah, when we first started talking together, and um, you know, we were sort of laughing at that incredible urge to just create all the time you know mm. we're, we're sort of we're noticing that in each other I think but I certainly yeah. remember that about you that you just go, oh I've just got this amazing energy it's just like oh, I'm creating mm. a business or I'm creating a, a necklace or I'm creating a mm. spreadsheet or whatever it is you just were like saying to yeah. me you know, just it just pours out of you and mm-hmm. listening to the diversity of, of your own creative practice I can certainly hear how that's just been most of your life probably that sort of energy from mm. creativity been around you so that somehow you, you it's led you into retail is this the first shop and we should mention perhaps yeah. where it is in the name of the shop because um it's called Ruby Tuesday and it's in Kingcumber. is that
1: right on the central coast yeah yeah yep, so how right. did
0: you how did you, is this your first shop how did you end up in retail uh,
1: yeah this is my first shop um my mum had a couple of shops when I was a teenager so like retail wasn't Something really, really new to me. Like um, I've been to the trade shows as a buyer with my mum, and I sort of knew. And it, there was always the crazy hype of trade shows, trade fairs, buying stock, looking at what other people are creating. So I'd had that um, well from my early twenties. I like really, I suppose I think that's when she had the first shop. So my mum's a bit the same. She's um, she'll she'll give me any kind of so, I didn't ever have any fear of being creative. Mm-hmm. My aunt is also an artist, so uh, she's a painter, Joni Dennis in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. So, um, art's been around. But yeah, the, the shop kind of wasn't an intention, it was just a consequence of doing the trade shows myself, wholesaling my jewelry. So, you know, the, there'd be, there's all these amazing creative, well, either designers, manufacturers, wholesalers, importers, there's a lot of like-minded people there um, exhibiting who um, have amazing products. And I've got an eye for something different. I don't like things the same. So I'd be, as I'm setting up my stand, have my eye on whoever's across from me or next to me or on the path backwards and forwards, wherever I was going back and forth to the car, and I'd start buying off people's things and then yeah. one thing led to another and in the end i'm filling up my whole trailer with whatever spare space fits for the trade show that i'm buying off other people's stands so because i had the space here at the shop which was originally going to be just my studio and a um um um, what do you call it, like a showroom uh-huh. for my jewellery for wholesalers to come to me because I just had a baby and it was hard for me to travel around. So I thought may as well just make a showroom here and people can come to me and choose their jewellery and take it back to their shops. But I started kind of taking over the shop with other people's things, and, um, <laughs> and one thing's led to another. So after 10 years, it's, if you've been to the shop, anyone who's been here would kind of go, hmm, sort of bursting at the seams now, after 10 years of filling that trailer up and dragging it <laughs> back here yeah. and, and unpacking
0: and it. <laughs> can, can you describe, for people that haven't been to the shop in King cover can you describe... Mm-hmm. Um, what, what it looks like and what have you got in there?
1: Okay well it's kind of quirky, there's lots of um, colourful I love, um, well I always have been an avid traveller through my life and since I had my daughter, well she's now 12 so there's a bit of freedom starting to sink back in now but um, I sort of transferred my love of travel into what I brought to the shop so because I, it was harder to travel and to get out there I started buying things from all around the world. So I've got a lot of Mexican pottery, I've got things from Morocco, I've got things from India, China, Bali. Um I, I like kind of a multicultural thing. Japan. Um wow. looking around I'm just going, where is everything from? There's of course a lot of jewelry because I am a jewelry aholic, so <laughs> a jewelry aholic <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) I'm totally addicted to jewellery. I just love it. So any other designers, I'm constantly buying things, swapping things with them, with my things. So there's a lot of jewellery in here, a lot of my jewellery in here. Um, And then recently, well, two years ago, um, the space at the back of the shop, which I was renting to another fellow, um, became available, so I... Decided to make that into an art gallery and it fits in beautifully with with everything here because it is quite exotic and colorful and arty already so this just finishes it off and it brings in the local content the local people the um, the coastal artworks i'm just kind of looking through there now um there's lorikeets and beach scenes and flowers and fish and all kinds of things in there at the moment which are very central coast inspired so you, you
0: you know having been in there a number of times you walk through the shop which is which is quite an experience um and simone's right it does sort of burst at the seams with Fascinating things if you're lucky you get through there without buying something, but that's the trap Really? Yeah, it's pretty rare the case (laughs) when I've been in there anyway Um, And you and you move through that space and you move into the back area where there's this this lovely small but really nice gallery space and You talk about the Central Coast artists is that have you had a focus then when you set the gallery up to support local artists particularly
1: um, when I first had the idea to create a gallery here I didn't really have anything in mind at all it literally just felt like an art gallery when I walked around in there I thought I really want to keep this space to myself now and and I was I was wandering through in there and I was thinking what, what can I do with this space and then I thought yeah, it feels like an art gallery that's mm-hmm. interesting and, um, and I literally just had that thought and then I don't know oh, you may or may not know Brendan Weston he's a local photographer came into the shop inquiring about some lights that I have, some of my trade show lights and he said what are you doing down there because it was all kind of pulled apart and things left, um, things were kind of upside down inside out and after the other fellow had moved out and there was a big <laughs> space and I said oh I'm just thinking of um, making an art gallery in there and he said oh look at when are you when are you free? And he wow. had his diary out and he was oh, and wow. he said, Can you be ready on this date? And it was like about two weeks away, and I was like, Sure. Oh wow. <laughs> because I know I can pull things together and and yeah, before I knew it I had this amazing art exhibition and it was um, um Dale um, Oh no! <laughs> I'm have, have the mind, the mind blocks. But anyway, a couple of photographers. Yep. Karen Bloomfield, gorgeous artist. Yep. Um, and we had, um, yeah, photography and beautiful artwork in here. They booked it for two months, so that sort of gave me a bit of a chance to get it up and running. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I thought, what if I? You know, this is a bit of a big deal having an art gallery here. So I might just ask around and see who's the the most well known artist that um, would like to open the gallery. Mm -hmm. And um, I just started Googling and um, I'm having mental blanks on names. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) Names we can fill in later, don't worry about that. Um, Yeah. Why is this happening? It's torturous. That's <laughs> okay. That's okay. So
0: you, you, were, you were gathering, you know, kind of a bit of momentum then because people, yeah. uh, I, I mean, being aware of the Central Coast as I am because I live there, um, you know, there really isn't a whole lot of exhibition space available for local artists. So I'm, I'm imagining that you were really gathering some momentum once people got, you know, wind of, of, of a space that they could hire or approach you or set up with you.
1: Well, it was instant, really. I had no idea what what I was doing, except <laughs> following my feelings, which was it feels like an art gallery. Yeah. It felt good. Someone came in. It happened straight away. I just went with it and um and uh, we fixed up the whole room and decked it out and a beautiful new space. and Artists just started flowing in. <laughs> there you go. It was meant to be, wasn't it? I mean, what
0: it oh, was. It was lovely, yeah. yeah. So tell, yeah. tell me what I'm really interested to hear about um, today, Simone, is a little bit about uh, guiding artists to approach galleries because, I mean, I think there will be a lot of people listening that are perhaps new to that. Um, oh. There's certainly some that aren't going to be new to that. But I, I think it's really interesting to hear from the gallery's perspective uh, in terms of what... What you notice about, let's say, particularly young, new to gallery, new to exhibition type artists, um, I'd be really curious to see, you know, or hear at least what you notice that they do or don't do, and what are the mistakes that that perhaps artists make when they approach galleries?
1: Okay. Um, Well, because my gallery is new and I'm new to all of this as well. And because of my art school history, um, I've never been a fan of telling somebody if they are or aren't an artist. I just think if you're creative, then you're creative. That's that's just you. No one can tell you if your work's good or bad or not. That's from my my perspective because I didn't like that when I was at art school. So gradually, over the time that I've had the gallery here, um, I've just... Made more and more and more of an open mind to um, to really supporting new like really really new artists because I feel their pain I feel that that um, that horrible torture when your heart's out on your sleeve and um, and and when artists come to me and they say is my work good enough I don't even want to go there I just think if you because it's not really about that. When you're creating art, you're not really creating it for someone or for something. You're doing it for yourself. You're trying to express a feeling that can't be spoken. Um, you're just, you are just want to get in the zone because that's an awesome place to be in. It's just relaxing. Or you're appreciating a landscape and you want to recreate it. It's almost like an, an homage to this beautiful coast, especially um, so over the time I've really it, it's just kind of turned that way lots of beginner artists are coming through and um, so what I encourage them to do is just don't be shy um, I'm I'm not a big scary um, curator <laughs> uh, gallery owner um, if you're creative I will support you if you have the guts to come in here and say I would like you to promote my artwork then I will do that for you because um a lot of artists are very shy so and I'm not so much I'm kind of all well, I am and I am <laughs> I'm not so I can see both sides of it yeah but um, so when when it when someone comes in to me I don't want to um I just, most of the time I don't even want to see their work I'm just like just bring it in just bring it in on the day and I'll make it work and so I have all levels of of artists coming in here and the ones that I really help like encourage who are really new um it's just nice for them to have a space where um they can get used to what it's like being in a gallery and they're blossoming because they're getting given a go. They're not getting shut down straight away. With, you're not good enough or you could do this and you should do that. It's just like, wow, that's awesome. Let's see if we can sell it. And then, of course, practice makes perfect. And I've seen quite a few artists just really blossoming. It's amazing to see every time they exhibit it just comes out and it's great. And, of course, like um, you're questioning the... Um, I just naturally start realizing things where they can. I can give little tips of, you know, put a buy a lovely, nice professional canvas to work on mm. that's not going to warp. Yes, maybe it's twice as much as the other one, but you know you've got to respect yourself and respect your work, and so have something that's actually um, saleable. Then put a nice strong string on the back of it, or a piece of wire, so that it's easy to hang. And it's nice. Use nice um, materials, and um, and just be free. Don't try and paint for anybody else. Just paint what you love, and the love will come through. You can't. Um, that's the magic that's inside. That's, that's just beautiful.
0: Yeah, and and I mean, I just think uh, you have such a beautiful energy around um, you know nurturing young artists and I just love hearing you speak to that actually today because it really is just so lovely to hear and I think you know what I've heard on the grapevine if you like (laughs) is that people feel really relaxed working with you and I think you're right I think that's incredibly important when it's not be the very first contact uh, a new new artist has with anyone even close to a gallery space so Mm -hmm. I I think you're playing an incredibly important part for a lot of young and, and emerging artists.
1: Oh, that's really nice because it's just kind of gradually um, happened that way. Yeah. And and I love it. I love helping helping people. I love just seeing people blossom. I love seeing all their gorgeous work, chatting to the artists. Everyone has a different um, method, different viewpoint. They're coming from a different place in their life. Um, A lot of the artists on the coast have just been hiding away doing their artwork like I was before I had the shop. I was just sitting at home making jewellery, not really connecting with any other creative people. So when we do the group exhibitions here, it's really lovely because um, we get, you know, up of anywhere from 15 to 40 artists contributing to the one exhibition and then everybody comes and has a champagne on the opening night and all gets to know each other and and it's really nice. Yeah, one of the things I've, I've been um,
0: talking about this week, actually, on on my um, newsletter, is, uh, you know, the benefits of networking. And people, I think, really underestimate the importance of that connection, not only just creatively, like to feel that you can talk to like-minded creative people is one thing, isn't it? And that's super important. And, and as you rightly say, we often suffer quite a lot of isolation as, as creative people, because uh, we're busy in our studios or wherever we are creating right so we're often doing that on our own but the other thing about the networking thing is that that just makes so many amazing connections with people um that you may never have come across before and then you you share things you know share information you share experience you, you share learning and i know for certain that that's something that has happened in your beautiful gallery and shop space that people have met other people of um a similar nature and suddenly really started to make friendships even mm. um, and and that's been well in, well and truly lacking i think in in our particular area our particular community on the central coast so again well done to you um simone if if there were young emerging artists listening today what, what how would they approach you if they were interested in sort of venturing towards having a show or being part of a group show where would they go what would they do
1: or um, well, they can either pop in and see me. Yep. Um, check out the exhibitions that we have on and um, show me some of their work if they want to, if they're a bit shy and need a bit of a pep talk, or um, contact me on Facebook. I'm yep. a big Facebooker. You're a big Facebooker. And, um, and ex- what's, tell us, and you, Instagrammer. Yeah, fantastic.
0: I love Instagram for <laughs> artists. Absolutely love it.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, we're. We're in a good – we're in the perfect time yeah. in technology where um, we can – we can sh- and social media is very um, visual, so it's perfect for artists to take photo. And because of my photography experience um, and my love for it, it's actually really fun for me to take photos of all the artwork and pop it on there and then share, get it – when there's like this current exhibition, there's – I think that was 27 – Last count, artists here. So that's a massive, um, that's a massive people power group. To um, if everybody shares, I'm constantly nagging everybody. Please share all of my posts. Please share each other's. Please talk about the work. Please comment on each other's work, and um, and share, share, share. Because a lot of um, a lot of people are a bit shy of Facebook and Instagram because they feel like they're annoying their friends or annoying people. But you don't. You, um, I heard somewhere that you, um, before you get, well, there's an average of seven um, times that you see an ad, if you want to call it that, when you're sharing something um, before. You, a person will respond to it, or before it will sink in. So people aren't feeling annoyed. And anyway, they can just um, like you if they, yeah. if they if they find you, what you do annoying. Like I don't I don't think it's annoying at all. It's good networking.
0: It's good um, networking. And I think we yeah. forget that we don't see every post that we put up. Like, people won't yeah. see every post you put up. That's no. That's not how these social media networks work, is it? I mean, so they yeah. – I forget what the statistic is, but it's something like they might see one out of seven things that you
1: post. Oh, well, maybe that's why the seven thing. No, well, <laughs> I think because you might too. You might see one. You might see one of those yeah. and that might be enough. That might so, be yeah, enough. exactly. Like, there's not many people who are going to be on Facebook 24-7 exactly. looking at every single person's post and going, oh, that's annoying. I've seen them post that's, that's three fair. times today." they might only see it once so um, I think that's important and uh, besides that um, your friends of friends of friends because it goes a long way and um, perhaps they're not interested in your artwork maybe they don't really like your style or you know it's not their cup of tea but if you're sharing the whole group's things perhaps there's something in there because no one can resist having a little flick through and saying oh what is this this time Mm -hmm. and then that might spark something with a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend of someone of one of the other artists who's just building a house is looking for some beautiful artwork and so yeah you, you have to think bigger picture you can't just think it's all about me you the group thing is a thing that really works and spreads the word far and wide absolutely so. and i've often recommended oh. to
0: to the new emerging artists that i've been you know coaching along the way that um you know if you haven't started exhibiting then start doing group shows because of that mm. exact thing that momentum yeah, it's you know you bring your friends and family to the opening but then the other let's say five artists that you're sharing with they bring their friends and family and then now you've got a crowd of 100 people
1: oh yeah
0: that's that's momentum exactly
1: yeah i so, mean you've, you've seen here too the amount of times that um we can pull a crowd of 100 people to an opening yes you can so, so easily yep. because of that yeah, it's good and, stuff. Um, and everyone's excited and everyone's you it's know, a great cup. vibe isn't it and yeah. it's positive and, and again yeah. for
0: those people that are new to exhibiting what a, what a fantastic and uh, you know, I remember those early days for myself it was so incredibly exciting and positive
1: mm-hmm. oh. um
0: to have to do things like that so my
1: where what's your facebook page how, how okay people yeah want to look at that? where do they go <laughs> um okay so if uh, you can just look it up it's ruby um U-B-Y Samadhi S-A-M-A-D-H-I Yep. Gallery. Ruby Samadhi Gallery. Fantastic. So it's Ruby uh, Samadhi
0: R-U-B-Y Ruby y. and then Samadhi is S-A-M-A-D-H-I Gallery. Right. Yep.
1: Yeah, you just type. I don't have a, um, a website. I'm just putting everything on. I've got the same is um, on Instagram as well. So I think if you just Google it, it'll come up with Instagram or Facebook. And I'm sure we can um, easily work that out. That's great. We'll put, the, yeah. we'll put these details in the show notes
0: as well in case people are listening in their car or can't write these things down, so it'll be in the show notes. That's fantastic.
1: Yeah, sure. And you can also look up um, the shop Ruby Tuesday Gifts um, and also my jewelry is on Instagram and Facebook Simone Dennis designs um, and I don't mind if people just friend me as a friend, Simone yep. Dennis okay, good <laughs> so I think it's I think it's Simone Dennis.90 if you if you're trying to add the end like at the link on the end of the facebook.com thing Okay. Um, so and then you there's links on my personal Facebook to all the other things that I do as well fantastic and of course you are a member of our wonderful
0: From the Easel Facebook community mm-hmm. for practicing artists and creatives so um, if you're part of From the Easel uh, which is my Facebook community then you will also be able to tag Simone or find her there as well which is um, you know, a fantastic way for us to keep all connecting Yep. Um, Simone is there anything important that you want to impart before we say goodbye and, <laughs> um, yeah, and, and uh, until next time is there anything you're thinking uh, in terms of experience or knowledge or anything again for those young emerging artists that are maybe considering exhibiting
1: um, let me see I think just don't be shy mm-hmm. Come and, come and talk to me and I'll inspire. Know. I will inspire you. Indeed, I <laughs> think you um, will. <laughs> yeah, because um, because I love helping artists. I love. Well, I love any, anyone who wants to give anything a go. I'll I'll be a hundred percent behind them. We don't want to be pushing people along who don't even want to do anything. But if there's a spark with somebody who really wants to do something with their creativity or, or with their business I mean you're the same you know I think that's why we get on so well it's um, you know if if there's somebody that really wants to give something a go, I will support you 100%, just come in bring your work, I shall display it beautifully <laughs> and I'll pull those crowds and I'll, I'll um, hopefully get you some sales and, and if at the very least, um, because we have the People's Choice Award as well so I always engage the customers here in conversation about um, which one's your favourite and let's write it down and pop it in the jar there so, so as they're doing that kind of thing um, I get a lot of beautiful feedback about different art and then and then I can because um, as they're writing down the name of the art and the artist that they like they'll they'll inadvertently say oh I just love the way she's painted the flowers or I love how he's done the way there or whatever and then I can pass that on to the artist so I'm getting some really nice positive feedback to pass on to the artist to get them inspired and and a bit of a direction to work in because um, of course yeah we all want to do whatever we love but also the market does kind of guide you a little bit over the years I mean you you tend to have um, a range of things or whatever creative thing it is that you do a range that you just do for yourself and you don't care it's just for you and then you can also have a commercial range so if you um, if you've got a bit of nouse about you and you're listening to you know what, what do people like about my work um, where can I improve where can I get feedback about how can I make my work better more professional should I get it framed? should I um, how can I make it look like a beautiful thing that someone can just take straight home with them and hang on the wall it's perfect it's not going to fall down it's not going to chip off it's not it's going to be just a beautiful product um, Then you can just keep working on your sort of sideline of beautiful things that you love doing, another sideline of making money from your work, maybe you print things, maybe you have cards made. You can you can take it anywhere, really. You have to um, just be open to give anything a go, really. And
0: I think that's, still, that's really what you do. You are open to doing anything, and I think it's, a you know, when anyone that visits the space and knows you personally, you know, it's a credit to you how you do that very creatively. And, yeah, I just love the encouragement that, that you have for those people that are sort of thinking maybe how do they monetize their work or how do they get to the mm. professional level or how yeah. do they get it seen uh, we, be that online or, or in a gallery space like yours um, and yeah yep once again i think you have just been outstanding in terms of the support you've provided for now probably hundreds of artists i imagine um, mm. yeah i
1: think um, up, there's um there's around 250 artists have exhibited here in the last wow. two years i think it'll be two years in at star that i've had the gallery open wow. so i've made so many beautiful new friends and contacts and i've mm. been inspired myself by everybody here too so i'd like to put a big shout out to all the artists who've supported me because you know i don't really know what i'm doing either but (laughs) it's like it's like i have to put my money where my mouth is um i just have an idea and i just go for it and that's what i'd like other people to do too just um just believe in yourself and just go if if it feels right you have that gut feeling that's like oh i really want to try this I really want to do this and the only person that's really in between you and that is yourself so Mm. um, so it's very much a mind over matter well that's
0: a perfect place for us to to finish I think because um Simone, believe in yourself, Dennis. I think that sums you up. (laughs) I think that really sums you up so superbly. (laughs) And I'm looking forward to my next trip over to have a look at the current show. There's a fantastic coffee shop just a few doors away from you,
1: isn't there? And um, well, uh, if anyone would like to come along, we've got the opening – well, not the opening, but the exhibition party, I like to call it, um, on the 19th of March – for this current exhibition, which is the artist's choice exhibition, so it's um, it's the artworks that the artists themselves have really loved, that they they've mastered a technique, they've captured a feeling, or they've just gone. Wow, I can't even believe I painted that. That is so amazing. <laughs> I think we've all had that before too, where you're in a bit of a trance and you step back and you're like, Who even did that? Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. Incredible. So there's this is the best of the best that we have at the moment, and the exhibition party is on Sunday the 19th from two till five p.m. Champagne niblies. Prizes, sale in the shop, all the artists will be here. So, yeah, if you're a bit shy or you're a Central Coast artist and you haven't met me or the gang, yeah. <laughs> please pop in and you'll be surprised and you'll no doubt leave with some inspiration and a bunch of new friends
0: that's beautiful and um, of course they can find out more details of that when they go to your Facebook page I'm sure and your Instagram account there'll be lots of things you'll be posting about all of that so um, wonderful stuff um, so we really wish you all the best with your own ventures creatively which in whatever direction that unfolds for you this year I know you've got lots of thoughts and plans and new directions um, hatching away there and we truly wish you you the best and um, on behalf of Central Coast artists, um, New South Wales artists, all artists we're really grateful to have someone like you that's out there and doing what you're doing because I think it's making such a difference and on the podcast This Creative Life you know we are about making a difference in artists' lives and so that's why I was keen to have you along and so thank you for what you do and thank you for your generous time um, being on the podcast with me today, I really appreciate it.
1: Oh, thanks, Felicity. <laughs> you, you've been um, you've been a, a treasure in my life too, and you've helped me in many different ways. And um, thanks for what you do as well. And the From the easel facebook page is amazing so if anybody um, isn't on there already please get on there what's it's wrong with you if you're not on there what's wrong with you that's no right. no they just they just didn't know <laughs> that's
0: all it is that's it <laughs> yeah. all right my lovely well we'll say goodbye and um okay. i'll swing by and see you sometime soon and, and catch awesome. up with that that current show sounds fantastic thanks yeah, again Simone. Thank Take you. Care. thanks for listening everybody i hope you're feeling really ready to jump into your creative life If you'd like more information about my inspiring 12-week online program to seriously unblock your creative life, pop on over to my website, felicityoconnor.com, and go to the Work With Me page. If you're after a super friendly, helpful community of creative people to hang out with, you must check out my amazing Facebook group called From The Easel and join hundreds of artists and creative people that have discovered that they don't have to take this journey alone.